0: Well,
1: welcome. Hope everyone's having a great week. Fourth of July is just around the corner. It's a beautiful day here. It looks like it can be a great weekend here in the New York area, and we hope the same for you. Again, we hope everyone is doing everything possible to really make a difference in what you do—not only what you do, but why you do what you do—in terms of uh, what you, you know, your career, how you, work, you, you deal with your family, people in your community. Again, it's always best to come from the sustainable success way. Uh, creating interdependency, being transparent, and sharing from the heart. So, again, if you are new to Sustainable Success, uh, obviously you found us here at the Voice American Fluencers channel, but you could also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and our Facebook page. Uh, That's Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. Now, there at the Facebook, you'll find many of our Uh, past guests that we've had on with great shows of content that can resonate with your business, personal life, relationships, and all of the above. We encourage you to check out the show and also those other areas. And feel feel free to leave a comment. We'd love to have your feedback in regards to the show and how it's helped you transform your business and personal life to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you by Link2Expert. That's Link2Expert.com. So ask yourself, do you enjoy being known as an authority, as an expert in your field, in in your industry? How do you tell the world what you do and why you do what you do? How many people do you reach? How many years did it take you to make these connections? What would it make your life and business easier? Feel free to check out linktoexpert.com. And contact them if you want to scale your business or simply your life. Again, uh, you can reach out to them and just make sure that you uh, let them know that you uh, link to expert from the Sustainable Success Radio Show, and I, uh, the person there that would you know would work with you, will definitely be willing to work with you to, uh, in terms of possibly for a discount. So uh, reach out to them. You can reach uh, at linktoexpert.com or info at linktoexpert.com or simply call seven two seven. 791-7338. And today, again, we have a wonderful guest today. We have a topic that really plays into what sustainable success is all about. Uh, we're going to be talking about high performance for relationships, how to have influence at home, work, and in your communities. So again, when we talk about influence, we know you've heard influence here, and, and we're all about trusted advisors and why you do what you do. Well, you're going to get a wealth of information from this uh, talented woman today, who and her name is Eva Medelik, and she is a certified high-performance coach and relationship success coach. She has coached both men and women in the areas of personal development, leadership, and mastering habits for success. She specializes in helping powerful, successful women uh, have happier, healthier, and more intimate connections in their relationships without giving up their power. She knows firsthand how a driven personality type can leave you feeling lonely, disappointed, frustrated, and resentful. You can achieve higher levels of success without sacrificing your health, well-being, and relationships. She uses her personal experiences along with her leadership transformational high performance training to teach you the pillars of high performance as well as showing you how to communicate in a way that fosters intimacy, influence and connection in your personal and professional life. High performance is succeeding consistently over the long term while maintaining a healthy lifestyle. I could not agree more and that is what we're all about here at Sustainable Success. And without further ado, we welcome Eva Medelich to the show. Eva, how are you doing today?
2: Hi, Chris. Good morning. It's morning here where I am, and I am doing fantastic. Uh, a great start to my morning so far. How about yourself? Uh,
1: doing well. Doing well. I'm so happy to have you. And, you know, Eva, you know, you and I are both members of the EBC Evolutionary Business Council. And I knew when we had first met, I said, God, you know, she is just spot on in what she what she's all about and what she represents, her values and, you know, relationships are so important, you know, not only in our personal lives, but, you know, also in our in our businesses, in our careers and so forth. And and, you know, a lot of times it starts with, you know, the relationship you have with, with yourself. So what I'd like to you know, have you share today, you know, with the audience, Eva, is talk about, you know, what are what is high performance for relationships? What would that mean, you know, based upon where people may be right now in their relationships?
2: Well, basically, when you talk about <clears throat> high performance in relationships, you are really talking about learning, actually really being aware of where your early life experiences can show up and manifest and threaten to damage or sabotage your relationships. And so learning, first of all, and being very aware of what your triggers and emotions are underneath a lot of your, I would say, reaction and responses is really important when you're having conversations, communications, connections, influencing, and, and, and being that influencer, not only in your relationships at home, but at work and in your communities. So I love to share my formula. Of S plus R equals R. It's S plus R equals R. And S is the situation. Plus R, that middle R, you can either react or you can respond. And that will equal the the, the second R, which is your result. So where you have control and where you have choice is that middle R. You can either react or you can respond responsibly. And so what I do in my relationship and high performance work is really work with my clients in how to have those responsible responses so that they can learn how to communicate in a way that creates space, creates, um, I like to say you get to win the process
0: mm. in your
2: conversations and your connections. And when you win the process, you create win wins in your results. And so, it really is kind of a a, a learned skill to really uh, just really make the right choices and learn how to win the process and conversations.
1: Wow, that's fantastic! What what would the process be, Eva? Like, if you want to talk about that, and I and I love the fact you talked about communication because I. You know, I'm a big believer that, you know, sometimes we we think we're communicating, but we're really speculating and assuming and not being specifically <laughs> exactly. clear, and a lot of that time that has to do with our own our own stuff, you know, it, it's not the other person necessarily. So, talk about like the process that you talk about and and then the communication and that I think really will hit home with a lot of people listening here and those that will be listening on demand later.
2: Well, you know, when you are um, a high performer and a high achiever, you tend to get so caught up in what you're doing, you lose sight of who you are being in your relationships. And you get to be a way in relationship that fosters effective communication and emotional connection in all of your relationships. So I have um, I have my guidebook, Six Powerful Ways of Being, to foster Uh, effective communication and connection in all of your relationships. So the process is you've got to be generous. And when I say generous, I mean you get to become a generous listener. Mm. You see, most of us in our relationships, when someone is having a conversation with us, we listen to react or respond or defend. And when you're already formulating some sort of response, it takes you out of being present to what the other person is saying. And when you can create a safe space to be present and fully present without distractions, there's a lot less chance of misunderstanding. So, so what I mean by that, say for instance somebody comes to you and wants to talk to you about something Here's how you can be generous in your listening. You get to ask, do you want me to listen to respond? Do you need my advice? Or do you want me to just hear you? Because if you're listening to respond, and they don't want your response, they just want to hear you, You know, you can create some resentment. You know, that unsolicited advice that a lot of us like to give. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm glad you're touching on this. This is a good one. (laughs) Yeah. Keep going. Keep going.
2: (laughs) 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 You know... and you know when you've been the recipient of unsolicited advice when you're sharing a story or, or sharing a situation and, and that feeling that rises up in you that's kind of like, you know, well, I didn't ask your opinion. I'm just sharing an experience that I had or whatever. So we get to be mindful of that. And, um, but when you're initiating the conversation as well, I like to call it you get to prepare the soil. And what I mean by that is when you're planting a seed, you're not going to plant it in hard, rocky soil that has a lot of roots and and weeds and things in it. You're going to take time to make sure that that soil is prepared so that the seed that you plant actually has a chance to germinate. And so we don't do that enough when we are in our communication with others. So first of all, you get to ask, is this a good time to have a conversation? I need to talk to you about something, right? Don't assume that everybody is on your agenda and is available for you. And, and what I mean by that, do they have enough time? Are they feeling stressed? Are they having a bad day? Are they hungry? That's the worst one. Do not have an important conversation with a hungry person. <laughs> You're not setting <laughs> yourself up to win. <laughs> and also, you know, always start off every uh, conversation with some sort of acknowledgement or appreciation, even if it's as simple as, I appreciate your time, I appreciate you giving me space here, or I um, acknowledge the fact that, you know, the project that I gave you to work on has been difficult. And, you know, so you always have to set the stage for someone to, pardon me, receive what you are saying and feel safe. And not automatically be feel feel like they have to be on the defensive because not everybody's a generous listener as well. Um, the other way you can win the process is really check in with what you're hearing. This is what I'm hearing you say, or ask them to repeat back to mm. you what did you hear me say? Because you know, a lot of conflict is born out of miscommunication or misunderstanding. So if you just take the time to check in, does that make sense? What are you hearing me say? Have somebody repeat it back to you. Because I have to tell you, most of the conflict that I've had, especially in my relationship with my husband, was when I didn't check in. You know, I thought I was on point, landing my communication, being vulnerable, like all the feels, and he heard something completely different. I have a good story about that. If if we have time for that later, I could share. But it really is important to ask, what did you hear me say? Or if you are listening, you can check in. This is what I'm hearing you say. And make sure you're on the same page. Now, if you're not, it's your responsibility to land your communication. You know, it's like, no, that's not what I meant. Here's, let let me say that in a different way. Because everyone has, what can I say, different experiences in how they hear things is kind of the, the best way to see it. And so checking in, creating that safe space, being fully present without distractions are all ways that you can set yourself up to win the process.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's so powerful. Like, I love the fact that you talked about, like, I guess, you know, asking them, "Did did I hear you correctly, like paraphrasing. Because a lot of times, like, when somebody... Is like if you say if somebody says something and somebody nods their head like oh they, they understand me, that doesn't mean they understand. I mean they're, they're just doing it like it's just because it's like on autopilot. Like I'm just acknowledging them, yeah. But that doesn't mean they understand. So paraphrasing is so important. I mean, I mean, I would think in any type of relationship, even you know even if we're you know gearing towards business here, I mean just think about how many relationships you know, went the other way or could have been more or a bit more business could have been had if if somebody truly just maybe paraphrased and really listened and got to, you know, really to the root of the matter. What was the pain point or the challenge of that of that person they were talking to or listening to, actually? So,
2: yeah, of course. And you know, especially when we are working with our clients, you know, we have clients sharing um, situations that they're in, and I and I always make it a point to repeat back to them just so I'm clear and understanding and know the direction my coaching needs to take. And you know what? There are times when I say, "No, that's not exactly what I meant," yeah. <laughs> and it's good because you can go off on a whole coaching direction that had nothing to do with what they said. Because you received it differently. And so it's really important in business, whether you're working with clients or, you know, especially with clients, you want to make sure that you're hearing what they need and why they need it. And great, we're on the same page. and Now we can move forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what are the, some of the things that, you know, we have about, you know, less than, you know, about three minutes to the break Eva. So I want to just kind of like and we can continue where we you know, after the break on this, but what could be some of the things that people can do right now to really like really, really listen to someone like they th- and, because, again, they think they're listening, but they may be listening to respond, not to understand and relate.
2: Well, it really is about being present. Be fully present, remove distractions, and um, make sure that you have the time. And I always say self-care is so important. If you're stressed out, burned out, and overwhelmed, you don't have the mental stamina to to be on your A-game in any communication. So I would say as a tangible thing that you can do, make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure that you, you know, are giving your mind breaks throughout the day. Make sure that you are taking care of your physical energy, your mental stamina, that you're getting enough rest, that you have good diet and exercise and supplements because the better you feel, as a person and you know on fire and energetic and on your A game the more present you can be in your conversations like my my relationships have really been in breakdown when i wasn't showing up as my best self so that's just yeah. the number one thing i can say when you are taking care of yourself you can be better in in every situation in your relationships
1: no absolutely absolutely so true so true. So, you know, I know that, you know, like I said, I've done I've done some trainings in companies in this particular area, and this has always been an issue. And of course, relationships, any personal relationships could, you know, there a lot of issues can be tied to this. And so you really pointed out a few things here that could really what would you recommend people like, you know, when they're listening to this, like on a scale of one to 10, how serious should they take, you know, get gaining more insight to be better communicators?
2: How serious should they get? I mean, that's yeah. the number one thing. I mean, you know I agree. you are in... I'm sorry?
1: Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I said I agree. Go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah. You know when you are in uh, negotiations or um, in a position to, to coach and help people, how important it is that they feel heard. Because the number one that breaks down a relationship when someone doesn't feel heard or appreciated in any conversation and that works at home at work and in your communities you know in your own relationships (laughs) that you've had especially women if we don't feel heard or we feel patronized or, or somebody's not really listening to us that brings up so much, um, ire and resistance and, and some people shut down. So if you can master the art of being fully present and, and making, and having someone feel heard, uh, appreciated and acknowledged, that's the best stage you can set for whatever it is that relationship is, the connection yep. is, the communication is, is to be fully present and, and, be honorable to that person's yeah. time space and energy and vice no, space absolutely. because we all have been in a position yeah. where we felt someone wasn't paying attention and remember what that okay. made you feel like inside
1: absolutely well we have to go to break again you're listening to eva metalik again high performance for relationships how to have influence at home work and in your communities we'll be right back after the break
0: Again, that's 1 866 472 5795, or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to sustainable success.
1: Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we are talking about high performance for relationships, how to have influence at home, work, in our communities. Again, we are with a certified high performance coach, uh, expert relationship success coach, Eva Metalik. And again, so, Eva, we were talking about, you know, really the importance of communication and, you know, kind of what people, you know, when they think they're communicating, they're really not, you know, to the level that they should. You know, listening to understand and relate versus to respond or or to defend like you were talking about before. In terms of let's shift to, you know, influence. like. Before we get into like, you know, like to, to certain ways people can really raise their level of influence, what what is influence? You know, a lot of times people may have different perception of what that means to them. What would influence mean?
2: Well, I like to look at it this way. Um, the world's most influential people, we have three things in common in the way they influence both individuals, themselves, and the masses. Number one is they teach us how to think. Number two is they challenge us. And my favorite, number three, is they role model the way. You know, people won't believe the message if they don't believe the messenger. So who you are, how you show up in life, and the actions that you take, and the values and the principles that you enact are really closely being watched by everyone around you. And so we really break it down, at least I do when I'm coaching my clients, into those three principles.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. You know, a lot of times, like, you know, I, you know with influence, it, you know, like sometimes people might think, well, it's, you're the, it's there to, per, you know, to persuade people, to see, you know, maybe your point of view. Well, you know, maybe it's, maybe if you want to, you know, keep that communication specific and clear, maybe it's about just putting out some information and empowering them to draw their own conclusion of what that means okay. to them so that you could have a conversation to find if there's any mutual ground. So I think it's, yeah, I, I, well, I love what you just said. So in terms of influence, I mean, it's such an important area, you know, you know, in business, obviously, and I'm sure, you know, obviously in the, in the home and in the communities, you know, talk about just to, you know, educate the audience a little bit more about why this is an area that you know, we should take seriously as well. They go kind of hand-in-hand hand with communication, why this is important to really not only understand it, but you know, how you can raise you know, your level of influence.
2: Well, you, you know, especially in, in these times, influence I think is, is really important, and that's why I always go back into how you are being how you are showing up, are you really embodying a way of being that people will listen to you, that they will hear what you have to say, and that you create a, um, you know, a bed of soil, so to speak, so that you can plant the seeds that you want to um, plant. See, when you talk about influencers, they're very conscious in sharing with other people how they make think about a topic. And, um, and it really has to do with their articulation on how to think about either problems or opportunities that make people want to follow us, believe in us, and admire them. So, you know, influence goes both ways. We see a lot of different sides of the aisle with influence right now. And so it really is how persuasive are you in having people look at things from a perspective that you see it? Or sharing your perspective how how do you articulate in a way that lands? And that again goes with communication because if people aren't they feel threatened or attacked or judged, <laughs> mm. with, you know people aren't likely to listen to you if you are not role modeling um, a way of being that people can look up to and want to be like and want to emulate. You know, you may be saying one thing and doing another, so there's so many facets to, pardon me, influencing people in your life. And also, you know, especially in a a coaching relationship, you've got to challenge people to play a bigger game and really challenge them in a way that's inspirational, that's mobilizing, that demands people to stretch themselves to learn and to grow. So I think of influence. The way I view it in my life is really challenging people to show up and be their best selves, to be on their Mm -hmm. A game at home, at work, and in their communities, to really consistently show up that way. Have those high standards for yourself so that others will benefit from the way you're taking care of yourself, the way you're showing up, and also be inspired to think like you to be challenged to raise the bar in their own lives mm. and also to be that role model for other people in their lives as well. So, you know, I know there's so many roads we can go down in the influence, <laughs> influence model, oh, yeah. but for me and how I show up in the world, I'm really conscious and intentional about what I say, how I say it, and how I treat people in the process but also always challenging and stretching myself to to grow. grow outside of my comfort zone, and I challenge my clients that way as well. And it doesn't mean that you give up your power, you know, as you're stretching and growing into in new levels that are, may be uncomfortable. But always keep an intention, you know. It's always, what is my intention? Who do I want to inspire? Who do I want to uplift? Who do I want to... Be a role model for because I know for myself and my life, more people are watching me than I think and I know, and it's surprising to me sometimes, and it really emphasizes the importance. I had my cousin say to me a couple of weeks ago, and I don't talk to her that much, but I used to babysit her, and my mother's side of the family is huge, and she said to me, you know... Everybody looks up to you. You're the role model in the family. I'm like, what? Like, I had no idea because I still see myself as a little kid in my family, you know? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> you never know who is watching and what they think. I just like, you know, we all we all went to Grandma's house and ate her cookies, you know? Like, that's how I see myself. That's so really... It just brought that really home for me. Like, wow, people do watch.
1: <laughs> well, that's so true. And, and And you made a great point, you know, earlier... You talked about, you know, sometimes people will can say things or, you know, they're, they're talking about something, but yet their actions over, you know, even uh-huh. over a period of time could be contrasted at. So, uh-huh. you know, it's like, again, being the example, like you said, people, you know, observe more than than what's been told to them. It's not like people don't necessarily like to be told how, when, or why to do something, but yet when they see somebody, you know, doing something that really resonates with them, you know, observe something good that person's doing for themselves, that they're being the example, you know, again, you can associate that with core values, right? You know, like if you were in a company or even somebody's home, oh, we're, we're, we go to church every Sunday and we're, you know, we're, 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 you know, fear abiding citizens and, and yet their behaviors and and what they do contrast that. They might be, you know, treating their spouse not very well. They're yelling at their kids Mm -hmm. and, so all of these things can they can say things, but it but it are they actually being the example? Talk about that. Why that's so important? Like you know the the values that being the example, like because you did elaborate, but like just to really drive that home, I think that would be great for the audience.
2: Well, you you've got it. To- what is it? Walk, walk the talk. <laughs> is that what I'm trying yes. to say. You really have to walk the talk. I mean, I can share examples in my my own life and experience. I'm, I'm not. I don't remember if I shared this with you when we when we met initially, but when I was building my my real estate investment company and working my day job as a dental hygienist. I was working day and night to have my company be a success, and so as a result, I wasn't taking care of my health, my well-being, or my relationship in the process. And there was a point where the communication in our relationship was always strained. You know, I, I was showing up not as my best self because I wasn't taking care of myself. I was, um, you know, impatient, resentful, um, Obviously disappointed, always stressed out, burnt out, and overwhelmed. And one day I discovered that my husband had been having an affair. Mm. And it was in that moment that I realized how damaging my way of being was on our relationship. Now, that's not to say that he didn't take responsibility for it, too. But I really got to look at myself and how I was showing up in that relationship that literally caused a good man to seek something else somewhere else, whether it was drugs, alcohol, another woman. You know, there's all kinds of ways that you can have, I feel, infidelity. And the reason why I'm sharing that with you is as I, as we both did work on our relationships, we also both did work on ourselves individually, and I really saw the effect of who I was being. And so I started... High, I started my high performance lifestyle I started taking care of myself my well-being mentally physically mm. getting clear on what my intention was learning the skills of communication making the time and I, I don't want to use the word balance because it's never really balanced but we no. do schedule in our priorities and what I realized was even though my husband he's not a fan of coaching <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a coach I do this full <laughs> time now But I know that just who I'm being has had a positive influence on him when he sees me in my morning routine and getting up and doing my workouts, even in a world of COVID where I can't go to the gym anymore. My actions are inspiring him to he gets on his bike more. He just lost like 20. Everybody put on 19 pounds in COVID. You know, he lost. 19 pounds so we're we're challenging each other to always show up as our best because we know when we feel better we be better and we do better so that we all can have better and so even you know how I am handling conversations how I'm listening how I'm being honest in a way that doesn't um, trigger uh, my spouse or other people that I'm having conversations with he's watching doesn't like coaching don't talk to him about coaching (laughs) but I can tell that the way I am showing up is inspiring him to challenge himself and reach higher
1: you know I I think sometimes that's the best way to coach (laughs) I think that's the best way to coach sometimes it's the the, the, you're the example he saw what you were doing how you took a, a very difficult situation for yourself and instead of, you know, going down the rabbit hole with it, you, you, you turned it around and, and did something good with it. You know, you were able to take that, that unpleasant experience and turn it into something positive, looking at yourself. Because in the end, we can only control what we can do. You know, we can't control another person. So, you know, you, you, you gave him more of a gift being that example than trying to just, you know, tell him, hey, you should do this, you should do that type of thing.
2: Yeah, and, you know, one thing he said to me was a few years after that when I was was coaching a gentleman who called himself a serial serial cheater. And I went back to my husband and I asked him, I was like, you know, I don't want to bring up the past, but why did you stay? You know, because I really want to help this gentleman and I just need to hear it from a man's perspective. And what he said to me, he was like, you took a stand for me. And you fought for me, and nobody else has ever done that for me. And, you know, I heard that with new eyes. And I remember one of my coaches said to me, she said, I would never want a coach who gave up on me. And so part of being a role model and an influencer is really not giving up on people, really fighting for their greatness and not their limitations and taking a stand for them to be the best of who they can be. And that's really, really important in how I show up, not only for myself. I have to take the same stand for myself. Trust me, every morning when I start to get up at 5 o'clock and I work from home, the voices in my head that are telling me, oh, my God, you just want to sleep longer, (laughs) and the voices in my head that are telling me, no, you need to start your day and set your day up to win, and it, it doesn't happen by sleeping in. You know, it's a constant battle. and It's like, how would I coach my clients into this? What would I say to them? I've got to be the example of that. And you see the results of that in my life. You know, my business has grown. My relationship is, is new. You know, I like to tell people that we didn't repair our relationship. We built a new one.
1: Built a, new, built one, yeah. a new one, yeah. new
2: one. From the foundation mm. up, and being in real estate, we always use that.
1: Oh, <laughs> that, I, I, that I love that analogy. analogy. <laughs> uh, the foundation—you can't have a—you can't sustain a, a beautiful home if you don't have a, a rock-solid foundation. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, <laughs> so true. Exactly. And so, it's—it's it's a real important piece in my life, how I show up for myself and others, and how I show up for my clients. I owe it to them. To be my best, yeah. so I I can't preach to them, you know how to set up their lives to win. If I'm not setting myself up, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Oh, no, no, <laughs> you none know, of us no, no, are. You said it before. Is all wiggly it's no wiggly, right? Balance. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, you know, the core foundation and principles are there, and we always go back to that. And just having people in our lives to always bring us forward into our best selves is what we all need to surround ourselves with. It's really hard to do alone.
1: Yeah. No, it's so true. So true. Well, we got, it. We, got about a, we have less than a minute to the, to the break, uh, Eva. Just wanted to see if you wanted to sum up or any last words for what we talked about influence for the audience. Just, you know, like you know, 45 well, I'm going to
2: share a little bit. It's a persuasion formula. Maybe we can pick it up after the break yeah. if you want. But it's how to think through any situation and where persuasion will be critical, whether it's mediations, negotiations, or family. So you've got to have acknowledgement plus the ambition times the affect. And I can go into that a little bit deeper about what I mean by that when we come back. That's-
1: yeah, let's definitely do that right after the break. I think the formula will be something people would want to hear and, you know, get some more information on, too. So this will be great. So, yeah, well, everybody, you are listening to Eva Metalik again. We are talking about high performance for relationships, how to have influence at home, work in your communities. Again, if you had just joined us in between either the second segment or you've been on since the tail end of the first segment, does not matter. You're, you can get this entire show in its entirety with Eva on demand later today. It will be available here at the Voice American America Influencers channel and also at our Sustainable Success 2017 uh, and then also on iTunes and Spotify. Again, check us out there. We got to go to break, but we'll be right back. We got more to come with Eva and we'll be right back. <music>
0: Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Well, welcome back. Again, our show is being brought to you today by linktoexpert.com. Do you enjoy being known as an authority, as an expert in your field, in your industry? Do you want to tell the world why you do what you do? Check out Link to Expert. Again, mention Link to Expert that you saw it. You heard it on the Sustainable Success Radio Show. You could also send them an email at info at linktoexpert.com or simply call 727-791-7338. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about high performance for relationships, how to have influence at home, work, and in your communities. We're with uh, Eva Medelich. Again, she is a certified high performance coach and relationship success coach. And you're going to learn more about where to find and reach out to uh, Eva later here in the show. So Eva, where we had left off, we were talking about influence. You have... You have a formula that you like to share, and I think that the audience here listening and those that will be listening later would love to know what that formula is and how it can be implemented to make improvements in their personal lives and business.
2: Yeah, I actually was sharing a formula for persuasion because, you know, persuading is actually influencing others to believe uh, and commit to something. And so you really want to be able to think through persuasion attempts in advance and not go at it willy-nilly for for most people because the number one issue that most people face in not being more persuasive or influential with others is that they simply don't plan in, in advance, and, and then they're, they can be left speechless or undirected. So you really need to be clear with your intention. So the three-part formula for thinking through any situation in which persuasion will be critical um, is, number one, acknowledgement. The foundation of all your persuasion rests on the ability to acknowledge others, and I shared that with my ways of being as well, because you've got to share your understanding and appreciation for their realities. You know, acknowledge people's challenges and struggles and their successes before attempting to persuade them of anything or make any kind of request of them. So that's number one, is acknowledgement. Number two is ambition. Next, we must also stoke their ambition for a better future. And as we do that, we can gain greater persuasion by sharing explicitly how their actions can bring them greater, not only intrinsic reward but extrinsic rewards as well. So intrinsic, uh, by intrinsic I mean, you know, personal meaning, passion and enjoyment and satisfaction personally, but also outwardly, like social recognition or rewards or, you know, status and popularity and appreciation. So that's the second, if we can tap into their ambition, we have a better ear for persuasion. And finally, we must talk about the effect, you know, overlay all of our communication with a high dose of effect. And what I mean by effect, like emotion, we get to share stories. We get to use our tone of connection to make people feel like wanting to do something on an emotional level. So if you actually plan out your persuasion and influence efforts, uh, excuse me, on a more detailed manner, when you're talking about critical mediations and negotiations, always remember the acknowledgement, their ambition for intrinsic and extrinsic rewards, and connect with them on an emotional level as well.
1: Wow, that's powerful. Powerful, and those that are listening again, if you know, if you were writing that down or if you missed something, again, don't worry. You can listen to this again, and you know, you can even go right to this segment. Here we are in the last segment to get that formula again, and and, you know, write it down if you, for some reason, don't have a pen. So that's great. So you know, Eva, in terms of everything that you shared today, can you give us like some example? You talked about your, you know, your own story, you know, being very transparent, but. You know, maybe using another example, you know, where, you know, this can be applied where you've applied this with say somebody you've worked with, again, you know, keeping it anonymous of course that could really oh, resonate. Sure. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm thinking of someone who started working with me at the beginning of the year who had uh, he you know, he had really clear clear goals, but they weren't clear. I mean, it was kind of like all over the place, and so his energy and efforts were being spread out, nothing was really moving forward, and his energy was being depleted in the process. So, when I work with clients, you know, one of the first things I do is um, we actually go through focal points and what we need to focus on and then getting clear on what that, that looks like. And so, when I talk about high performance, I work around clarity, energy... Courage, productivity, and influence—it's those those five areas that really bring those results, and our goals, and our our um, projects to pass. So, when we talk about influence, with this particular gentleman, he had to really work on believing he was um that he was influential. And that's hard for people to understand. Like, I'm sure you've worked with people like, well, why would they listen to me? Why would they believe in me? And that's why I say it starts with within. We get to really find out what is it that's holding us back from using our influence and persuasion skills to a higher level. It's usually because we don't believe that anybody will listen to us or that our words don't matter. So one of the first things I did with him was we really identified where in his early life that seed was planted, <laughs> yeah. that nobody would listen to him. And then once we were able to recognize and be aware of that and see how it showed up to hold him back from what he wanted to achieve, he actually started practicing this formula in his conversations when he was in negotiations for funding for his nonprofit, <laughs> for um, influencing, and I'll share this. His nonprofit actually is a nonprofit where he supports, uh, he takes in LGBTQ homeless youth who have been thrown out of their homes. And so it's really important for him to get the resources and support to run that home and to give the children the skills that they need. And when I say children, they're like 18 to 20-something where they would age out of the foster care system and the reason why I like to share this is because in the span of three to four months of working with me, what he has built in that span and the support that he's getting, I remember when we went through this influence model with him, I think by the end of the weekend, he had generated $11,000 in donations
1: Wow! for his
2: nonprofit and for the cause. And so just going through these sessions that I deliver on high performance and especially the influence and persuasion, he was able to have these powerful conversations with donors and with supporters. And I remember him just texting me. Literally, it was that night or the next day, like texting me crying, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it worked. And that's how powerful this stuff is. But of course, it all boils down to you get to believe in yourself first. You've mm-hmm. got to do the self work before you can use your influence and power on others.
0: You you so just made a you do, just, again you just
2: talked about the foundation
1: again. Um, mm-hmm. So, cl- can you hear it? Hear me? Hear us? Yes. Okay. You just made it, you just reinforced the value of the the foundation that you talked about before. That, you know, you have to, you know, you have to raise your level of confidence and your self-esteem. And that's all a reflection of your belief in yourself. And a lot of times, you know, people could put a mask on and look the part, but that doesn't mean they really truly believe in themselves like they think they do. And because it, it is an inside job. So it's got to be real. It's got to be transparent. And like you said, th- this this was someone that, you know, his if you were to measure his level of belief, you know, let's say there was a machine that could, you know, do that. You know, it wasn't where it is now, you know, and, and he had to work from within to do that. It, it was a process that he did, and you illustrated it so clearly why, the, you know, everything that you desire to manifest on the outside is a reflection of what you do on the inside. It's an inside job, and it's so important. that The foundation, i I so glad you pointed that out. So oh, well, anything that. else that you want to point out there? I know we, we have about, you know, maybe about, you know, a few minutes Uh, Before, because I want to, you know, let people know where to find you. But you know, anything else you want to elaborate on that, or anything else that could really solidify again the importance of communication, influence in our lives and business.
2: Well, it's it's the missing C that we didn't even tap into yet, and that's the courage, Mm. (laughs) the courage that it takes to number one look within and do the inner work. It takes courage the courage to take bold action to stand up for yourself and others and to use your voice and to request support a lot of people are held back they see it as asking for support as asking for help which means that they're weak and they don't have the power and we all know that that's not true we it, it's all a part of influence and persuasion to enroll people into your vision so that they want to help and support. And so having the courage to take the bold action around influence and persuasion is that missing C when we talk about, you know, being clear in your intention, being committed to, to what you want to create, um, learning the skills of communication and influence and connection and having yeah. that courage to really take bold action so that you can actually put all of that into practice. So that's how I wanted
1: to wrap that up. Mm. Put a bow on it. Yeah, Yeah, that's so important. So important. I mean, yeah, I love that story that what you shared. And again, you know, and it is like you talked about earlier, it is a process. This is, you know, these things don't happen overnight. And a lot of times as humans, we want things to change, you know, when we want them to change. And these things, require that we do our part. It's not like somebody can wave a magic wand and make it happen for us or there's some product that we do and it's going to do it no it, it's something that with the right coaching and that you're you're following the advice and you're you're figuring out how it adapts to you know what who you are and doing the work that's when those those changes happen. and then obviously when that happens the things on the outside begin to change. you know you begin to impact. Others, in a good way, being the example that you illustrated so wonderfully uh, today here. So with that being said, you know, Eva, you, I, I want to thank you personally for taking the time today to share with us this, this valuable insight. I'd like to let the audience know where they can find you, what you're up to, or anything that you want to provide them today.
2: Well, one of the things I did want to share with your audience is a Facebook group I created called The Intimacy of Race. And, you know, we can't, you know, deny the elephant in the room that there's a lot of conversation going on about racial equality, justice, and inequality. And I created a safe space for um, white and white-presenting people. Um people don't know, by listening to my voice, or maybe they do, that I am a woman of color, I am a black woman living in America, and I created a space to support our white allies mm-hmm. into... Um, learning how to communicate with their family, their friends, and their communities about this this subject that 's brought up a lot of emotion yeah. yep on both sides and it is a real it 's a safe no hate no judgment space to have these conversations to be an in inquiry and to really help you navigate yep. how to have these conversations without all of the judgment and defense that we see popping up on social media. So that's the number one thing I want to invite people to. And you can just find it, The Intimacy of Race. And it's about how to have these intimate conversations. And, of course, people can find me on my website, which is evamedelec.com. And Great. there you can find my guide to six powerful ways of being to foster effective communication and connection in your relationships. That's a free downloadable guide that goes through all of the six ways of being, some of nice. which we touched on today.
1: Well, I want to thank you and everyone listening. We encourage you to check out uh, Eva's Facebook group and, you know, participate. It's such an important matter, you know, not just now, it's, it's, it's at any time. And then also check out her free ebook again that she's offering from her website. Again, I uh, encourage you to reach out to her, you know, to get some more information on how she can help you in the areas of influence and communication. Eva, thank you so much for joining us today. And we want to thank you guests each and every week for joining us the sustainable success way we're wishing everyone a joyous and prosperous fourth of july weekend again you know have fun spend time with family keep it be safe you know just keep it at home there's lots of things i'm finding so many things you could do at home and it's wonderful and again we'll get through these trying times and uh we'll come out ahead on the other side in a good way Till then, we'll see you next Thursday, same time from 12 to 1 East Coast time, 9 to 10 Pacific Standard Time. Have a happy 4th, everyone. Talk soon.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.